Hi everyone, this, the last time I recorded the speech that I made two years ago at my high school. So in Northern Ireland, we go to a thing called primary school and then we go to secondary school. There's an exam situation that you take at the age of 11. I failed that essentially, so I went to what is known as a high school but a high school is amazing so I had the best time there and then the other school is called a grammar school it's quite complicated but basically the grammar school was where I was able to do further study my high school only went to a certain point anyway I've been I was asked to speak at my grammar school which was a massive massive thing for me and I thought you would like to hear the speech because the speech I made for the high school was so well received and still is one of the most popular. I hope you enjoy it and that you'll be able to take something with it even though it was intended for 17 year olds, 16, 17 year olds. I do think it is good to hear about me, what is important to me and what I do believe success is. Thanks for listening. Hello and thank you for having me. It is great to be back among the sea of green uniforms, to walk the familiar corridors looking at those same notice boards and to wander the tree-lined driveway, past the netball courts where I broke my right thumb. Fear not, it is in perfect working order. I have built my career using my right thumb, my right hand. My name is Ali Hart and I'm an artist, educator and podcast. I hand on heart can say that Friends School Lisburn enveloped and welcomed me when I joined in 1999 to study my A-levels and I loved my time here. When the invite came through to speak today, my business was going through big changes. We had signed for a new studio which happens to have a shop front on the main street of Hollywood, no pressure. My previous personal assistant Gemma sadly passed away at the age of 35 and COVID has meant that despite many successes, business is even more unpredictable than you would imagine in a creative industry. The first person I called for support and to share the news with was my husband, Michael. He is a teacher in a grammar school in Belfast. His response went something like, Oh, Al, that's class. Normally schools have professors and high-achieving academics to speak, so it's great they picked you. I took his words as a backhanded compliment. I know that we're here to celebrate academic achievements and successes. However, I do believe that success in life is not always defined by what is on paper or in our bank account. And my husband's response brought to light the struggle I feel when I'm asked to speak at prize givings. I am unsure if I should focus on the old school version of what success is. The fact that I was listed in Northern Ireland's top 40 under 40 in 2018 that I received a first-class honours and a distinction in my degree and master's in fine art. The first kids' art workshop in my new space has sold out and I have already sold two large paintings before opening the doors of my new space. And what may be impressive to some, I now drive the 4x4 I dreamt about driving as a 14-year-old growing up in a small holding in the countryside. But today is about you. Congratulations, you have worked hard and you're on the stepping stone that is the next stage. We are here today to celebrate your achievements. It is exciting, it is fresh and you've worked for it. Apologies that I'm not the professor mentioned by my husband, but I believe that my message today can be translated into all aspects of your life, not just the classroom. And I hope that you will take away some of these thoughts and apply them in your own approaches to creativity, business, friendship and success. This school, 
The teachers who mentored me, who took a chance on me and the friendships that I made formed me into the person that I am today. A person who is proud of my successes and hard work and who wants to share some of what I've learned along the way with you. I came to study my A-levels in Friends after finishing GCSEs in the high school Balnahinch where I was head girl. While sitting in the vice principal's office with Mrs Dixon, I had a feeling that she was taking a chance on me. I had overheard the other pupils who joined that year discuss their GCSE results in the common room. I worried that mine didn't compare and that I wouldn't be a good fit for friends, academically at least. But not only did they take a chance on me, they mentored me, guided me and taught me in the classroom and even on their lunch breaks. I will always remember that on Thursday afternoons and lunchtimes in the library, Ms Black and Mrs Keyes, my English teachers, would take it in turns to help me with my writing. I was a 17-year-old who grappled with language, had a flair but didn't know how to form structure and sometimes spelling let me down. Today, as a creative, I write for customers, for magazines and for my business's online content. I feel that in many ways I owe my writing career to their kindness. I also met some of my best friends here, Lisa being one of them. On a Tuesday morning filled with new school nerves, I met Lisa when she greeted me in the corridor outside the maths room. Lisa and I would share chips and half a sandwich each day in the dining hall and she was my one friend who attended the funeral of a tragic and sudden death in my family during mock A-levels. I noticed recently that I wrote in my friend's yearbook, you can meet good friends at any stage in your life. Lisa is proof of that. I firmly believe that good friends and good guidance are the solid foundations for success in life. And as an artist, another essential foundation piece of my work is of course my paint palette. Today I have mine with me. Truthfully, it is like an extension of me. My life as a businesswoman and painter would not exist without it. It is unused paint, mess, mistakes, and chaos. And today I want to tell you about five things that an artist notices when using a palette, which I believe are good analogies for life. The first is that the paint you start off with doesn't always make the colour you intended. My father passed away the week before my eighth birthday. One of the last things I have a vague memory of is him telling me that he would make it to my birthday party even if he was in a wheelchair. Sadly that didn't happen. I went to a primary school of 35 pupils in the countryside. I received a C grade in my 11 plus, which is like the AQE that my second son is sitting in a few weeks. When I applied to the PGCE to do teacher training after my degree and I didn't make it through, my dream of becoming an art teacher crashed and burned. However, the day before the interview, a member of staff at art college pointed out that my portfolio was better suited to a master's programme. So I took a chance and applied. Along with seven other students, I studied a master's in fine art and I came out with a distinction. The direction you think your ideal life will take is rarely how it is in reality. And even more, it isn't always what's best for you. Allow the closed doors in one room to open up other doors in a different space. Then work hard to know the tools you still have, even if you fall short on one exam or an interview, or if you're the only person in the room whose living situation doesn't look the same as the crowd. Number two, you need patience and confidence in your ability when you don't know the outcome of mixing. 
There will be times when it's necessary for you to be patient and to trust the process. I recently featured in a French documentary. It might seem glamorous, but the reality was me hiking my very large wooden easel about for two days on the giant's causeway, pretend painting, and speaking for so long that I wanted to sleep standing up. I had to look longingly at the waves, make a painting in a day, all while tourists spoke to me, and I discussed my love of painting basalt. It was a process that will eventually have a gorgeous result and likely feature on Netflix, but it required so much energy and belief in my creativity. Be confident in your ability. Most aspects of life, work and academia will require you to know yourself really well. For me, that also means that I now have two members of staff who work for me because I know that I cannot reach the business goals I want without them. In other words, I am aware of my strengths and talents and I'm accepting of my shortcomings. The more you try, play and explore, the more you will know these traits of your own. You might be the person who loves spreadsheets or the one that runs for them. You may not even know what you are yet, but when you find out, adapt accordingly. Number three, when you add water to paint, it lasts longer. After my second son was born, I caught pneumonia and my body was run down. It took months of bed rest. Then a GP discovered on a routine check during recovery that I had a heart murmur, which turned out to be the same heart defect as my late father. For a while, when I sat in that heavy reality of my new life as a heart patient, I felt shocked, helpless and alone. Until I reached out to friends and family. In fact, when I think back to sitting in the seat where you are now, I would not have believed all the things that would happen between the age of 16 and 38. What is more powerful, I couldn't have done it on my own. I soon discovered the real meaning behind the saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Last October when I caught COVID, it was another physically challenging time for me and my family. My heart and lungs didn't cope well, and so we drafted in family to help. Your physical body will fail you. Perhaps not as dramatically as I have mentioned, it may be as simple as your rugby, athletics or music career is stumped by changes internally. Think of that palette again. The more water we add to the paint, the further the paint will go. When you turn off social media, imagine such a thing. Who is it that texts or calls you? Invest in friendships and relationships so that when you need them, they're there to help you go a little farther and never be afraid to ask for help. Number four, enjoy the process of mixing paint. You've heard the saying that things are meant to be or that life happens for a reason. Good, bad, ugly, new, fun, frightening things will happen on your journey. Don't mark everything as a failure. Instead, mark it as intentional. My online teaching platform for beginner painters is called The Unintentional Artist. I encourage the students to do crazy things like paint with their shoes off, use only dark colours and add charcoal to the end of a stick they find in the garden. Each action encourages them to let go of making mistakes in their artwork and to go and enjoy it. Money and academic achievements are great, but the high of them is often short-lived. Enjoy the search for friendships where you watch the sunset on a road trip, hot chocolate in a warm cup with mallows at the top of a mountain and sea swims at dusk. 
The magic of life can be found in these simple moments. Number five, simple colours still have use. The last lesson I want to talk about is how simple actions can have significance. I previously worked as a community artist alongside social services, the Arts Council and in one-to-one art therapy settings. One session that stands out was when I was worked with a boy who had abused solvents from an early age. He was 11 when I met him, which meant that most of his short life had been spent abusing solvents. A consequence of his addiction was that he had a short attention span. And in the therapy sessions, we set up stations to accommodate that and to keep his little hands busy and his heart open. I knew this young boy liked dogs. So one day I brought stickers of dogs to the class, but cast them aside, thinking he wouldn't like them. Sure enough, though, he saw them on the table and one by one, he placed them on his jumper. He was so happy. He had never had stickers before, but more importantly, his joy was because he had never before had someone give him a gift that was linked to what he loved. I learned a lot from those therapy sessions. One of the most important lessons was to be considerate of others. I don't mean give them a few likes on their recent TikTok. More importantly, recognize the people who need a friendly face or a text message. My dad said people see your manners before they see your brains. Be the better person when you see someone in difficulty. My mother also told me that when you show kindness, remember you may be the only one offering the person a smile that day. Think how powerful and significant that small action, which costs you nothing, can be. I want to leave you with one final thought. Have you ever watched a time-lapse video on TikTok or Instagram? When a painter produces a painting in 12 seconds, I often use this tool for my own work. As you know, the video is sped up many times faster than the artist actually made it. What can take several hours to produce is condensed into a few short seconds. The next time you look at one of those videos, think of the palette behind the painting. That wonderful, glorious mess of colors that took mixing, watering down, thickening up and experimenting. The painting that involved different textures, different colours, unique colours, the chaos and the beauty. We all make mistakes. None of us is perfect. And just like the process of painting, the process of life that makes us into who we are can sometimes be messy, sometimes chaotic, but it makes you into the wonderful, colourful human beings that you are. Thank you all for listening today and congratulations on all that you've achieved so far. Now all I ask is that you take your palettes into life and show you the world the unique masterpieces that you are and that you will become.